yeah and so you think about that and that's and that's about half my donors so 60 people got me there 30 came all the way down spent their whole day just to watch as well um and so you know as i was sitting reflecting on that it's like man like i'm a, I'm a loved dude and it was that particular day is a, a reminder of that Hey everybody, it's Coach Charlie. Welcome or welcome back to the Building Better People podcast brought to you by BoomFit. Thanks for listening today. And at the end of this episode, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you aren't already. But more importantly, I hope the following interview inspires you to take the next step in your fitness journey. Enjoy. Hi there, I'm John Devlin, um, the initial winner of uh the train with rich fundraiser as part of the bcs classic um i am based out of dallas texas i work out at crossfit richardson and i've been doing crossfit for about eight years john man thanks for making this time work today uh i'm really excited to have this podcast i remember the first time we did this you drove down all the way (laughs) to college station um i guess at that time maybe i hadn't i hadn't uh developed the skill set of a zoom recording but then covid kind of taught me that we can do these things virtually so uh good thing you didn't have to make that drive or i didn't have to drive up but i definitely wanted to interview to you today and talk specifically about your experience uh being rich froning's partner back in 2019 what an amazing experience it was why don't you give me and give the listeners a brief uh, kind of summary of what led to that day, like going as far back as when you started, uh, you know, CrossFit and watching the YouTube videos of him winning the CrossFit Games all the way to 2019, where you got to partner with your, you know, as we as you told me back then, and even, you know, at the time, your hero, you know, you're I mean, he technically was an inspiration for you. And so give me kind of an overview of those seven years or six years, however many years it was. Yeah, sure. Um, so I started, uh, my first exposure to CrossFit was watching Rich Froning and Dan Bailey at 2012 regionals doing Diane. So 21-15-9 handstand pushups and deadlifts at 225. And I was about 300 pounds at the time. So watching those guys like flip upside down and do handstand pushups like they were regular pushups was just absolutely mind-blowing right and um so i i started watching them and then started watching the 2012 games and watching rich kind of dominate that as well and that made me really want to just give crossfit a try because i mean you look at rich you look at some of those games athletes like those kind of are the prototypical kind of athletic build that you kind of want to be and i was like i want to i want to change my lifestyle and, and look like that and at the time um, you had, you had not been doing CrossFit. So you, had you been doing anything? No, not at all. Other okay. than trips to McDonald's for <laughs> breakfast all the time. Yeah. You don't get, you don't get that heavy without trying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, started CrossFit a few months later. Um, and then it was about a five year journey from there. Um, sticking with it, lost a good amount of weight, um, got slowly more and more into it. And, uh, and my brother and Elijah McKinney, um, my old roommate, um, they decided to do the BCS classic, which I'd never heard of because it's, it was a little further away because I'm Dallas based, but they both went to Texas A&M, 
Um, so they'd been around the community and, and seen the growth of the BCS. And um, then you went to the games and announced that Rich Froning was going to, one, be there for Q&A, and then a little bit later announced, hey, you know what? He also needs a partner and he's going to compete at this thing. Um, and so you put together the, the fundraiser for the Ronald McDonald House, which at the time I had no idea what that was either. I thought that was associated uh, purely with the McDonald's that I was just talking about getting breakfast when I was unhealthy. Um, so dove in a little bit to that organization, listened to your story um, with your son. And, you know, it, it, um, it, it made me really want to just kind of go all in for a good cause as well as work out with my hero. Um, so at that time, which was 2019, about a month out of the event, um, you had fast forward. I mean, you were already pretty fit. I mean, you CrossFit had changed your life, right? I mean, you had you were doing the handstand pushups and a lot of other things. So at this yeah. time, um, when you had heard Rich would be there and there's an opportunity to work out with him uh, in your mind, because I'm kind of curious about this. What did you think the odds of you actually getting to do this was? Honestly, it was probably less than one in a thousand. But um, something my baseball coach used to always say in high school, which kind of stuck with me, is like somebody's got to win. Why not you? Like, and so I couldn't help but you know throw my name in the hat, and it's something I really wanted. It was for a good cause. Like the worst case scenario there was. I raise money for a good cause and then I get to go watch my brother and my uh, roommate compete and hopefully snag a picture with Rich there. Like that was the worst case scenario. Ended up getting the absolute best case scenario by winning and getting to partner with Rich and hang out all day and kind of get to be a celebrity for a day, which was super, super fun and surprising. Well, and I definitely want to hear about that. And I, I want to talk specifically to the person out there who is listening to this podcast and has kind of this thought of, man, it would be so cool to be Rich Froning's partner on August 28th at this year's BCS Classic. But they, much like you, kind of feel like, man, the, the odds of me getting this is like one in a thousand or whatever, one one percent or less than one percent. Um, you did some pretty incredible things. Uh, you fundraised a lot of money, but you got creative. You rallied your gym. I mean, you, like you said, you went all in because you said, I'm going to raise money for a good cause. And, you know, if I get to work out with Rich, that's kind of the, the added bonus to that. And I think anybody who wants to do this is going to have to have that mindset. So give, give that person some ideas, like what did you do and how did you make that possible? Sure. Well, first thing I did was, you know, yeah, I guess I back up a step. I could not have done this without the community at my gym, CrossFit Richardson. Um, there's no way I could have done it even with just like my immediate friend group and my family. I needed a, a, a bigger community like that of a gym to kind of rally around me and do it. Um, and so I started, you know, the first couple of days trying to figure out like, what's the, what's the best way to get people one in my corner, but also excited to be in my corner instead of just sort of an obligation. So I started talking with uh, the gym owner, John Marshall, a um, couple of coaches and floated the idea of, um, I, I always think about like the best CrossFit events at like the games are usually something where it's either got a barbell or a sandbag or something that 
you're progressing across the floor, right? Um, and you can kind of see the person who's ahead. So a good example is uh, at the 2019 games, um, the Noah versus Matt Fraser, uh, that when they're doing Isabel at the end, whoever wins that wins the games, right? And you're seeing them like every three or five reps kind of move forward. Like that, that kind of uh, layout on a workout gets people really excited. So I thought, how do I take that? How do I take the idea of fundraising, match those together and come up with an event? And so what I decided to do was um, a 10-minute AMRAP of clean and jerks at 275 pounds. And the weight, I just kind of picked something I knew I could hit for, um, like, not touching ghost singles, but something that was heavy enough for me that every rep had to be a choice. And you could see that each rep was challenging for me. What percentage, um, so, uh, what percentage of your max was 275 at that time? Uh, it was like 85 right under 90 somewhere in that so enough where like you you knew you could make the power clean with a little bit of rest but that jerk every time was you really got to go for it right yeah so you um, asked you asked people to donate a dollar amount per rep yep 10 minute amrap pick a dollar amount per rep that i hit there and i tell you what nothing's more motivating um when you to hit those jerks specifically because everyone everyone likes power clean the jerks get tough uh when you know that if you hit the jerk you're suddenly moving the needle on that and what actually ended up happening i didn't even think about this um was people would ask me you know like what's your goal in that 10 minute amrap like i mean you see people who have all levels of interest in crossfit um in a gym setting right some people um it's just the time to connect with people move around and go home like they don't care about the competitive side of it so they're asking me like they had no concept of like how many reps can you even do at 275 and i was like man i don't know i'm shooting for like 20 would be good 25 is kind of the stretch goal there and they're like okay here's how i'm going to donate to you i'm going to go you know call it two dollars a rep for the first 20 but for every rep over 20 i'm going to put a bonus of like five bucks a rep so wow. like and everyone who's done a CrossFit workout, you know, like, like in a workout, like grace, 30 clean and jerks for time, like the first 20 feel good. And then those last 10 reps are just absolutely painful. So it's funny that, that people were incentivizing like the most painful part of that workout. But I think the bonus ended up being something crazy, like an extra 50, $60 a rep over 25 or uh, over 20. So those five, I ended up getting 25. So those five extra reps, like that's 300 extra bucks. Right okay. There. So you and had, so, okay. Basically you ended up getting 25 clean and jerks at 275, which you sent us a little clip, which was amazing. And so what was the total dollar amount fundraised through that event or through that effort? Yeah, so um, it was about $7,000 that ended up coming through all that. It, it was so crazy, man. Like the, like I was a little worried at first because it was a little slow. Um, uh, and that year we didn't have as much planning, I guess. Um, we had like a week and then only a month to fundraise. So that, that's a really tight timetable. So I got the, got the idea together in a week and had a few people, I think, uh, 48 hours before I, I did my 10-minute um, my AMRAP it was around like 20 to $25 a rep. But as we got closer to that deadline, that thing just took off. 
like it ended up being i think around 230 dollars a rep with like that 60 dollar bonus ended up raising people also just started kind of throw it like they're like i don't care how many reps you get like here's like 100 bucks or something like that um, which was really cool um because you know i put it on social media i had other people put on their social media so other people come tuning in and watching you posted it so i got like a random donation from a guy from the bcs classic uh facebook page or instagram page um so i ended up raising seven thousand dollars then and um, I kind of knew um, in these scenarios because um, I had to do it early because of scheduling reason. Like we had, you know, four weeks to fundraise. I had to do all of my fundraising week one um, with the exception of I had a very generous donor um, from CrossFit Richardson uh, willing to match my donation at the end, like whatever it was. Um, and I, I could basically pull the trigger at any point and, and let that match drop. Um, the reason for that is as uh, you saw, like someone goes in week one and there was $7,000 from CrossFit Richardson. That gets people knowing like, hey, what I got to do. And so other people started raising more money as well. Um, and it got to be a pretty tight race towards the end. And that's when I could drop the uh, the matching donation on it towards the now, end. Now, was the match, and I remember, you know, you shared that with me. Was that something that came completely out of the blue or was that something that you had kind of hoped for asked for or was that something that you didn't see coming um i had an inkling it was going to happen um it wasn't expected or guaranteed or anything but um no it it was a, a pleasant surprise yeah no man that's i mean so cool in 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 total do you recall the exact amount that you specifically were able to fundraise from crossfit from your efforts but specifically crossfit richardson community gosh i want to say it was like fourteen thousand two hundred dollars yeah i'd have no. to i'd have to go back and look to get the the dollar amount and it kind of came down to the wire uh you know at the end and uh, Describe to me because the, the fundraising closed, I think, the week before. Mm -hmm. And were you nervous or did you have any worries that you weren't going to get it? I mean, you tell me. I was texting you. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man. Uh, yeah. No, I was absolutely nervous because, you know, um, so you go from that beginning of like, hey, this is a one in a thousand shot, right? And so on a one in a thousand shot, you're not, you don't care if you lose. But as, as that thing was getting closer and closer, it's like, hey, that one in a thousand, that's now looking more like a 50-50 or better shot. And so you start getting really emotionally invested and, and checking it. And um, I had a few other donors that were like, hey, man, like, if you need a little bit more, let's see what we can do. Like, they were getting hyped around me. And uh, so we went and met. We got this little bar cafe in the neighborhood uh called cafe gecko which is like a little outdoor patio and so like four or five of us went that like on the last night at about 11 15 and we all just sat there with our phones and refreshed till the very end just to see wow it was fun. man that's so yeah. cool such a great story just just the all the kind of preceding information leading up to the actual competition so at what point did you realize the uh, what the ronald mcdonald charity was all about and what they actually did did you kind of do that research throughout the month or did you at one point have a conversation with somebody or kind of you know because i think in the beginning you mentioned you didn't really even know what ronald mcdonald charity was 
Yeah. And uh, so I did the research on my own, but really it was talking to you, man, that sort of uh, when I came down for the podcast that really kind of opened my eye, like you, you can read an organization's mission and you can kind of have a heart for it. But at, at least for me, hearing someone's personal testimony and personal connection to something, that's when I, when I want to go all in on something like that. And, and hearing your story with your son, I mean, one broke my heart listening to it like that, that. That's tough. I can't fathom that, especially, I mean, right before this, when you're interacting with, I don't know which kid you're interacting with, but I'm seeing you, you know, just love on your kids so much. I can't fathom what it was like for you and your wife in the hospital during that time. Like that had to have been so rough. And so to have, have an organization just sort of throw their arms around you like that and say, Hey, we're here to support you. Like, that that's amazing yeah i think i think i shared this with you but um when rich kind of gave us this awesome opportunity and i had mentioned to my wife i go i really think we can um raise a lot of money for a charity and i asked her i said which charity would you like to do this for and she, like w- without even thought it was she said ron mcdonald you know because it was at that time so fresh right because mm-hmm. um this was july of 19 my son was born in february and we were, you know, at Texas Children's for three weeks, of which two of those weeks we stayed at Ronald McDonald House. And so, you know, the, the thing about these types of, we'll call it nonprofits or organizations, what I've learned is you don't really know they're there until you need them. And so we, we were kind of one of those people that really in that time, um, you know, they, we need them. And for people who are listening that aren't really sure what they do, um, kind of like you said, they meet you uh, exactly when you need them the most for, for people who are having uh, kids in, their, in the hospital or, you know, who little newborns especially, and they want to be in close proximity to those babies or they want to be in close proximity, not just babies, but even grown children that sometimes have uh, medical issues that need to be in the hospital. I mean, I was there with somebody who'd been there for three months. And you start talking about people who, where do you find a place to live and how expensive is that going to be? And then sometimes people have to make the hard decision to either go back home. Maybe, you know, maybe one of them, the parents needs to go to work, but maybe one of the parents has the ability to stay with the kid. Well, now here's Ron McDonald. It's like, not only is it down the hall, right? It can be literally in the same building or, but it can also accommodate them in a much more comfortable environment. There's a community dining facility. There's, you know, it just feels a lot better than, well, one, a hotel room can get very expensive, you know, for three weeks or three months. Um, and, and they charge you $25 a night, which is just amazing for, um, and then they have shuttles to the hospital, the one in Houston that was so close. So it, it's, you know, again, it, it's it very, uh, very specific needs that are being met through that organization. And so uh, we locked arms here locally with the, Bra- the Central Texas Ron McDonald Charities and then um, kind of really have just continued to support them. And last year we were able to do the same. Uh, you probably met Kyle who got to work out with Rich and uh, we're able to fundraise about $12,000, you know, in the middle of a pandemic, uh, which I felt like was really successful. And with the combined effort of 2019, which was your, your part, along with other dollars that were fundraised, we, we raised $27,000. So over $39,000 in two years towards Ronald McDonald Charities. And we're hopeful that we can do even more 
this year um, with that and really kind of finding guys like you who really maybe the, uh, the attraction is more to get to work out with Rich Froning. Um, and then in that process, they get to help uh, a great cause. So let's talk mm-hmm. specifically about September 7th, 2019. Uh, I remember uh, we, we picked Rich up at the airport and college station that morning. I think his flight landed at like 930 or something like that. It's within minutes of the venue. And uh, I remember walking him in into the athlete area and introducing him to you. So I told I think you and I connected that morning and I was like, hey, man, just so you know, Rich will be here around this time. This is kind of how it's going to go down, blah, blah, blah. Like, give me a little bit of like what you're what, what were you feeling that morning, dude? Like you're about to not only get to like meet Rich Froning, but work out with him all day. So it was uh, a huge mix of like absolute excitement and incredible nervousness, right? Because again, like once you're partnered with someone like Rich, like everyone's watching you, especially for like the first event. Um, and there's also an element of like, I don't like, they always say like, don't meet your heroes, right? Like there is that element in the, in the back of my mind, like, maybe rich wasn't as cool of a dude as he portrayed himself on social media like you just don't know because you didn't interact with him and so i thought there was the possibility like i meet this dude who i really like look up to and we work out twice and i don't see him outside of that and i was like in a total letdown it was the complete opposite of that in every way shape or form from the moment you know you you walked him in and it like literally i think you shook hands and he just asked me like like fired off like three or four questions about me and my life and, and stuff like that. And I was like, I was just kind of taken aback, like, huh, like he actually had an interest in it. Um, but yeah, so a lot of excitement, a lot of nervousness and um, really, but you know, if, if you've been doing CrossFit for a while, um, there's that element of like three, two, one, go, like, and no matter like how bad of a day you've had or what else you got going on, like once that clock's kind of going, it's kind of, great how you can just kind of shut everything off and just focus at the task at hand which is why i think a lot of people actually gravitate towards crossfit as a methodology because that that's beneficial in a lot of ways right i had a bad day at work but i can go kick the crap out of some burpee box jump overs and forget about that for a little bit um so all of those feelings sort of went away in in the first workout when we we lifted and then um then i just tried to survive on a bike and a rower when he was not even breathing hard, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. So, so first, I mean, I, I remember first event, we actually went to the wrong pad. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. remember? And then, and then we had to go, actually, you guys are going to be over here. Cause you know, the, with the event started early and you know, we, it was a couple hours into the event. So we're like, Hey, we're going to, we're actually over here. And it was echo bike and uh, rowing. And then uh, followed by the, the max rep or one, one rep max complex. Mm-hmm. and uh hang clean jerk what was it hang clean front squat jerk or do you remember specifically what it was uh, it was clean hang clean jerk that's right that. yeah that's right and uh i i do remember this like you hit 300 or something crazy or, or no you hit you missed two 300 right you hit 290 or what was it how did that go down uh, so I hit 275 and um Granted, so with the setup, totally understand it. Didn't get to warm up as well as as we would have. Um, so we ended up 
just taking more reps. So I was actually getting kind of gassed, you know, a, a lifting complex. You do a bunch of those in a row, you're breathing pretty hard. Uh, so I hit 275 and they're going to load 295 on there. And uh, this is funny. If you go look at uh, the Road to Rich video, you can see him telling me this, but he's like, nobody cares about 295, man. Like, let's go. You got to go over 300 for this close. Like, <laughs> All right. Can't argue with that logic. <laughs> I, I have a feeling. I have a feeling in that setting when Rich Froning tells you something, you listen. Yeah, a hundred percent. And uh, and I never really miss jerks. And so the fact that I missed that jerk, I actually do think about that from time to time. Like, because what happened was I came up and kind of readjusted, and my pinky kind of came off the bar, and so I wasn't jerking with my full hand on the bar. That's why I missed it. Oh man! Well. You mentioned this Road to Rich video, right? So, um, mm -hmm. which I think to this day, it's got over 200,000 views. I mean, maybe even north of 230 or something like that. Uh, I think within three days, it had 200,000 views. I mean, it was crazy how that went viral. You had, was it Elijah um, that, that kind of produced that video? Uh, no, that was my, uh, my buddy, Omar. Um, Omar, oh, I'm sorry, him. man. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't believe I like Omar. I know Omar. Um, but yeah, he, he produced that. So was that all kind of part of this process? Like, how did he end up making that video? Um, so do you remember the old school CrossFit, uh, games, like road to the games, YouTube series? Um, yeah. yeah. So Omar likes to make, to make things like this, like he's a creative type. And, and so when this whole thing came out, I kind of jokingly said, Hey man, what if we did, what if I win this and we did a road to rich video, like the road to the game, like kind of a parody thing, not like an actual serious video. And, um, cause again, at the time you're thinking of that one in a thousand shot. Um, so we just started collecting footage of me kind of training leading up to it, not knowing if we'd even use it. And, uh, then I won and it was like, Oh, no. Now we got to get a lot of actual good players. Let, let, let's use this as best we can. And then the experience was so phenomenal. I was like, hey, let's actually make this a serious thing. Let's, let's talk about it and see how great it was. And maybe encourage some people to make some lifestyle changes. Encourage some more people um, and come down to do the BCS Classic and be Rich's partner because it was so great. Um, so we, we had a lot of footage leading up to it. Um, you guys were gracious enough to give Omar a media pass day of um, to capture more footage and stuff like that. Um, I think um, we used some of the footage that some of your guys caught as well, kind of mashed that all together with an inter a post uh, kind of debrief interview piece and threw it all together. And it's great. Um, I've showed it to a lot of people. I actually showed it uh, a couple uh, just started at my gym about two or three months ago. And, uh, the guy, um, at first he, he was just kind of you know, figuring out his way around the CrossFit gym, like everybody does. Cause there's a lot of weird things compared to like a Globo gym. Right. And, uh, so he's, he's watching me work out and he's like, dude, how, like, how are you, how are you so good at this? I was like, man, let me tell you, this is a, you're seeing the end product of eight years of work. He's like, no, I don't believe it. He's like, you, you have to have been good at this the whole time. I was like, no, not mm. at all. And so I had him go watch that video and it's so funny because then he immediately went and watched the uh, fittest man in history, Rich Froning dot like oh, the yeah. same night. And now did him and his wife, they're just all in on it. Like, they're like, 
we're ready to make splash culture. And he's like, we want to be good at this. Like he's texting me all the time. Like he's getting like body scans, watching his body fat drop, watching his so muscle mass cool. grow. So it, it's awesome to watch. Which is exactly what you probably wanted out of the video, right? To inspire people. So, yeah. um, and that video is on the CrossFit Mayhem YouTube channel for anybody that yep. does want to watch it. I mean, you just search uh, Road Rich and it'll pop up at the top. Um, on 15 YouTube. minutes. Yeah, it's a great video. I mean, it, it was so well done. It, it It's inspiring. It is a great uh, story. You know, like you said, I think it's cool that you shared it with members as they get started. Um, okay, event one's done. You know, put it behind you. Move on to event two. Uh, I think that was the one in the arena uh, with the uh, the, 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 the epic <laughs> the the epic uh, bar people. You no, know, what is it? People are cheering for you to hang on to the bar while Rich is doing an unbroken Toto bar. Is that how it went? Tell me the yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. Give me give me the full story. So one, my my goat in CrossFit is Rip. <laughs> so combine rope climbs with toes to bar and i'm gonna have a bad time <laughs> uh so that that workout was particularly tough it was two rounds 10 rope climbs and 50 toes to bar and partner hanging on the bar while you're going if you drop if any either of you drop you got to run a penalty lap um first round went great second round did not <laughs> uh as we were running our first penalty lap I think I bro- I think I dropped off at like nine. I just got a- I didn't read the the standards that well. I should have. So if anyone's doing this, read the standards of the BCS classic uh, workouts. Um, I didn't realize that if you jumped up and came back down at the time, like you wouldn't have to run a penalty lap. So I jumped up and I actually got a bad grip. Like my my gymnastics were kind of flopped sideways. So our first set wasn't very good. So it left us with like like we got nine, and then so had to get like forty one. <laughs> for the second set to avoid another penalty lap so rich told me as we were running he's like i think i can get it um if you just if you if you think you can hang because he saw that i was struggling and i was like i'll do my absolute best my forearms are blown and uh so this was man. this was round two if you guys if you held on for the entire duration of rich running doing 41 tota bar then you guys would be done yep we finished the event and okay i think i think we would have been i think we ended up like 10th or 11th or 12th something like that i think we would have been top five in that event so it would have been a significant thing because you got to run that penalty lap and that's huge and to to highlight the the situation in the moment because you guys started a little later than everyone else we had pretty much reserved the entire arena just for the two of you so it not only (laughs) was there no other competitors doing this event it was just rich and john but the stands are full and it's just all eyes on you guys in that moment so i'm just kind of making sure people understand who, who were not there to see this yeah i think that was the first one where like everybody could see rich because that was in the big arena like you said the first event we did was on that pad which i mean it was jam-packed but it was just not anything like the arena and so, I mean, how many, how many people were there? Do you remember total? Oh, 3000, you know, it was yeah, so, and they were all right there, <laughs> right in front of me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're, we're up there and Rich is just banging away his toes to the bar and I'm, I'm feeling my, my grip start to go. And, 
about five short. I mean, I'm hearing people scream for me. I don't remember the guy you had for the announcer, but he was getting super high too. And uh, he's like, come on, John, come on, John. And I really tried to hold on. But I like, that was a moment, like I didn't choose to break at that point. Like I literally probably went ankle straight up in the air, fell down on my back, kind of gave it everything I had. Um, but again, there was a moment of like, oh man, that was embarrassing. But then after that, people were like, dude, that was so cool. And I think even Rich has said in a couple of, talks about it like that was awesome like he literally went to complete failure you can't can't blame somebody for doing that yeah so what at what rep count did did you come down 36 we had okay. five left yeah i did bang out the last five toes the bar as we were running i was like hey man you know i know you just got 36 <laughs> I'm, I'm good i'm good for five i got i got you well and, well i think one of the things that's so cool and uh, you know, I've heard you talk about this and I also heard Kyle talk about this is man, how just encouraging rich is, right? You know, he had, he has no, uh, elitist about himself, right? There's not any bit of ego or arrogance about this. And, and can you expand on that a little bit? Because I think it's just really neat when you get to work out with really the fittest man in the world, right. And, or one of, we'll call it, and uh, eight-time CrossFit Games champion. And, and to hear you share that and to hear Kyle share that, I mean, expand on that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he just he's just super gracious the entire time. Um, again, Kyle's a fit dude. I'm a pretty fit dude relative to the population. You can't even really accurately measure Rich's fitness with a pretty fit dude in a regular CrossFit gym. Um, so he's sitting there. He's probably still breathing through his nose. Like you could ask him a question at any point, but it, I mean, he's just encouraging. Uh, like he could the entire time and he could see like, I was absolutely gassed. And he'd say, Hey, we're just going to get a couple of reps, like setting little small goals to hit. And uh, I mean, overall just being, being nice about it. There's no expectations on it. Like he could absolutely tell um, when I was giving my best effort, you could absolutely tell that Kyle was giving his best effort. And like, you know, I think about this a lot in life, actually, like, what can you ask more of somebody than their best? Like, how could you ever get upset with somebody on game day, test day, whatever you want to call it, if they're giving their absolute best? And my answer is you, you can't, you can't get mad at someone if they're doing that. Now, uh, you've got kids, I don't, there are probably days when they're not giving their best. And you have to have those conversations like, hey, this is what's in your control. You can give your best today. And your best may not be the same every day. Um, but but Rich was, was super gracious on that. And he's like, hey, I can tell you're, you're giving it your all. And so this is great. And, and you're doing a great job. That's awesome, man. So uh, you guys finished that workout. You've got one more event. You've got the, uh, the pistol burpee box jump over workout. Um, give me a little bit of kind of insight into behind the scenes about that event. Well, one, I hate pistols. If I never saw a pistol workout again in my life, I would be happy. Uh, just don't, I don't have the hip shape for it. And uh, believe me, I've tried, I've tried to mobilize nothing. Uh, so that was a little stressful. Um, but that was superseded by the fact that, you know, the, uh, the BCS crew, the kind of handlers or whatever coming up, like Amanda was like, Hey, um, you may want to bring like a shirt or something to put on the mats because people are getting burned out there. <laughs> I was like, Oh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, 
I just, you know, because that's typically where I rest on, on burpee posture overs, like lay on the ground a little bit, take a breath. I'm like, oh, this is going to be tough. Um, so that was, I'd say in that year, that was like the, the grind workout. Like the first one was pretty short. The, the rope climb toe to bar was pretty high skill, relatively speaking. This one was just, you know, jump rope, burpees, pistols, dumbbell snatch, and then more burpees. And it was really hot. Um, and my goal, I had two goals in that workout and I, I got one. I did not get the other uh, one. It was start with 120 double unders. Partner one does partner two does 120 double unders. And then you go to the burpee box. I just wanted to get my double unders unbroken, which was a big set for me. Not very good at those either. So I got mine unbroken. was feeling really pumped about that. And then my second goal was to just not trip on a burpee box jump over. And uh, I can't remember if it was round two or three. I did end up tripping. I didn't fall, but I did trip and kind of have to stumble away. Um, but it was, again, back to Rich being a good dude. He, at that point, just said, hey, it's fine. Calm down. You're fine. Uh, just relax. We'll get through this. We're on the home stretch of this workout. And he was right. Like, it's really easy in, in that particular environment. Um, it actually happened to me in uh, 17.1, which we redid this year. So the burpee box jump and uh, dumbbell snatch workout. The first time I did that in 2017 was in front of my whole gym. And I tripped and face planted. And so it's really easy to get caught up in the adrenaline of that, of like the embarrassment. And then your workout's just not going to go as well because you're you're not in a good headspace anymore. Um, so Rich was able to just with a few words to be like, hey, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Just forget it and he was right and that's how the rest of the workout went and then we finished it and then i probably went and died in the shade somewhere for about (laughs) (laughs) yeah man so you know it sounds like every workout you basically gave everything um would you say comparable to like previous open workouts or competitions did you give more than you usually do i would compare it to like if anyone's ever redone an open workout like so you think you gave your best effort on friday and let's say you're going to redo it on monday and you somehow find that little bit of extra just to beat your old score or beat your buddy's score or whatever i felt like i did that three times in the same day yeah <laughs> and so like physically i was exhausted but also there's just like that like fight or flight adrenaline feeling like towards the end of the day i was just like absolutely spent but it was like the most satisfied feeling I've ever had. Cause I, I knew that I left it all out there and I got to do it with someone I'd looked up to for years. Yeah, man. So it kind of wrapping that day up, you know, you, I think you guys, did y'all spend the night or did y'all head home that night? Uh, we, we spun, or spent the night. We, yeah. uh, there was no way that I was going to drive three hours back that night. Yeah. I went, so, we went to Fuego and feasted and then just crashed at the house. Yeah. Yeah, no. And and if you could like recap that feeling at the end of the day, obviously you're exhausted. um, But just getting to hang out with Rich, compete with him, do those three events. Like, how would you kind of summarize that at that feeling that you had that evening? Man, that that was honestly like I could say that's in the top three highlights of my life. And it's not just from working out with Rich. It was the entire community of my friends and family kind of rallying around me and seeing how excited I was and being excited for me 
and loving on me that way. Like, uh, I think there's a picture somewhere on the, the BCS of my whole gym. Like we got the BCS logo in the back with Rich. And I think there was like 30 something people. There. Yeah. Yeah. It was an awesome picture. It, it's a great picture. Yeah. It, and so you think about that and that's, and that's about half my donors. So 60 people got me there. 30 came all the way down, spent their whole day just to watch as well. Um, and so, you know, as I was sitting and reflecting on that, it's like, man, like I'm a, I'm a loved dude. And it was that particular day is a, a reminder of that. And so actually to this day, when things, when things get frustrating and whatnot, as, as life kind of is, like, I think about that particular day and like the, the fundraiser piece. And it's like, dude, you're, you're loved, dude. You've got, you've got a community that loves you and supports you. And today, today's just a bad day. It's awesome, Everything. man. Overall, life, life's pretty good for you. That's awesome. Just a great reminder. So good. Um, so you have, I mean, you just texted me this the other day, but you've decided to kind of help some, the, you know, add contribution to the top two fundraisers this year. So can you kind of share a little bit about that and like what your heart is behind it and kind of how you came to that thought and what exactly it is that you're doing? Yeah. So I want to help somebody else experience what I got to experience. And uh, so the first gym who has not won, so CrossFit Richardson's out and BoomFit is out for this. Um, the first gym that has not won who don't, who gets to a thousand dollars on the fundraiser page. Um, and I, I, I watch it about once a day. I will match the first thousand dollars for them. So that their 1000 will become 2000. In addition, the second gym that hits that thousand dollar mark, I will match 50%. So their $1,000 will become 1500 when I see that. Dude, that is so cool. And we will share that and get that word out. Um, but I think that's so generous and, you know, it kind of gives them that momentum at the beginning that they need, you know what I mean? To get going. So yep. very, very grateful for that. Um, I know, Ronald McDonald Charities is super grateful, you know, really neat story that happened last year. You were at the event last year, uh, mm -hmm. but we're up presenting the check to Ronald McDonald Charities. And if you recall, it was not what it like. We ended up donating more because somebody came up to me afterwards and said, hey, you know, I want to donate X amount of dollars to that. And it was a significant mm -hmm. amount. And it was just so neat, kind of like your heart right now. It's like, hey, I want to give to that, you know, in and just just to be generous just to support the cause so um just so neat to to see how this kind of has been growing and and how you know lives are being changed hearts are being changed and appreciate you doing that um uh, yeah so you're coming back this year you got a uh, who's your partner who do you think my brother there oh that's right man that's cool man you guys are uh, you've been training you ready yeah, uh, we got to get through that qualifier first. I'm excited right. for that. Yeah, I actually, uh, it's going to be a kind of a stressful week because I've got a competition that Saturday. So I got to hit the qualifier early in the week and then I have a competition on Saturday with some other guys from the gym. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. Should be fun. Uh, we've been training a lot. Quarterfinals gave us something really fun to train for this year. So kind of just maintaining that fitness through all this. Yeah. John, man, I, I really appreciate you taking time to share that story and that day. Uh, again, I want to encourage anybody who has not seen the road to rich on YouTube, 
uh, which is your story um, about this experience to go watch that 15 minute video because it's just so well done and it gives you a great overview of the day. So John, I'm pumped to see you here in uh, on August 28th for the comp. Yep, sounds good. Looking forward to it. Thanks, brother. See ya. Once again, thanks for listening. If you live in Bryan College Station, we would love for you to come to our gym and start with one of our programs. If you're interested in more information about our services or a free trial, visit us at boomfitbcs.com. That's boomfitbcs.com.